you're listening to Hashtag No Filter with Zach Peter. That's me, your naturally platinum blonde pop culture connoisseur. I'm the reality TV junkie, self-improvement addict, and host with only the hottest tea spilled fresh weekly. For more hot takes, go and give me a follow at Just Plain Zach. I always keep it funny and I always keep it cute. And if you're like me and you want to stay up to date with the latest reality tea, go and give us a follow at No Filter with Zach on the Instagram or just join our private Facebook group. The link is in the description below. Get ready because I have some major all-stars news updates that I will be sharing. Um, Real quickly, though, next week on the podcast, I will have Miss Lala Kent. She'll be joining the podcast. Lots of you sent in questions for her, which is why you should be joining the private Facebook group so that you get to find out what guests are coming up ahead of time and you get to submit questions. I already taped my interview with Lala. Luckily, I taped it before I died over these past couple of weeks. I've literally been in bed. Aside from like having to go from my bed to my couch to like tape the show because I've taped a couple times since I've been sick. But like I have been like near death these past two weeks. Like I have never been this sick before in my life. I'm still not even fully 100 yet. I'm still like a little swollen in my neck. But little by little... Slowly but surely, I am getting better, and I'm excited to share that my interview with Lala Kent is dropping next week, so get ready, because it's juicy. We talk about Sheena, we talk about Vanderpump Rules, we talk about her book, we talk about the baby, all that good stuff. We're talking about it on the podcast this Thursday. Well, the interview's next Wednesday, but this Thursday I will be going live on the No Filter Instagram account at No Filter with Zach, so you can always join in, grab a drink, let's talk about, I mean, this is our chance to chat with each other, aside from, you know, when we're going back and forth in the DMs, going live, we'll break down whatever's happening that day, Sheena will probably have her baby by then, whatever, we'll see, we'll talk about it this Friday, 5.30 Pacific, 8.30 Eastern, Come join me live on the Instagram. Okay, before we dive into all the good, juicy, juicy news this week, quick shout out. Our shout out of the week comes from Sugar's Mama in NC. Sugar's Mama in NC. She gave me five stars on iTunes and she said, fabulous. And I'm imagining that that is in Kenya Moore's voice, even though a lot of people hate Kenya Moore. We'll get, we'll get into Kenya Moore in a minute. Uh, she said, new listener, have downloaded tons of previous episodes. All so great. So upbeat and doesn't drag out. Definite five-star podcast. And I know because I listen to a lot of them. Well, thank you, Sugar's Mama in NC. I'm assuming that's North Carolina. So shout out to, to Sugar's Mama in NC in North Carolina. All right, let's see. What quick updates do we have this week? Okay, so first off, Winter House has apparently filmed. I'm surprised we haven't gotten more like tea and spoilers and like inside details about Winter House. Either people really aren't that interested or we're not really looking to dive into it. It's funny, I was having a conversation with my friend Jess who hosts Hot Takes and Deep Dives. I was having a conversation with her. We text each other all the time now, but we were talking about how everything is just so leaked now. And I kind of feel bad because like that's part of my podcast as I come and I spill the tea and I give you all the details. But now I feel like all the details are just all out there and Bravo is not even trying as much to contain it. I think they're kind of embracing it, which we'll get into when we talk about 
the Housewives All-Stars show that's currently filming. But, like, I feel like Bravo's just, like, there's so many leaks that are coming out that, like, nothing's exciting anymore. So by the time we, like, watch the shows, we already know everything that's going to happen because we already heard everything that's going to happen. So part of me is, like, I love finding out because I'm not like, ooh, I want to know the tea. And then when we're watching, it's like, oh, but this is nothing new. I already heard all of this. I already knew that all of this is happening. So I do like some secrets and spoilers, or not spoilers, but I like some secrets that don't become spoilers that are released on Twitter from like people from, you know, Hollywood life that are like tweeting about everything. But anyway, so Winter House, as we said, there was like a little clip of all of the cast members. We have Sierra, we have um, Craig and Austin. Oh, God, I think Austin is so hot. I'm catching up on Southern Charm. I just watched uh, this most recent season. I did a little recap uh, or I watched it while I was sick and I watched the reunions. And I just think Austin is just like a yummy, yummy like snack. I don't know why I want him to like be my husband and I want to have sex with him, even though like right now I've been sick. Like I said, I've been sick for the past two weeks and I've like not wanted to have sex with anybody. Like I haven't even had sex with myself in the past two weeks. Let me tell you, I literally like have been on full lockdown, just like in bed near death. Um, And it's not COVID. So please don't talk about it. It's definitely not COVID. I don't have COVID. I didn't have COVID. It was like a really bad like strep throat infection in my throat. And I had like another issue that I needed to rectify as well, which was awful. So having two things at once was like killing me. Um, but yeah, Winter House is coming. They also released the trailer for the Summer House uh, reunion, which looks super juicy. It's nice that we're finally going to get to see Hannah Burner in the hot seat because I don't know about you. I like Hannah Burner, and I've always enjoyed... Hannah Burner on the show previously. Last season, uh, okay, it wasn't her best season. This upcoming season, or this most recent season, I hate Hannah. Like, Hannah is insufferable. She's not enjoyable to watch. She's not funny. She's way too obsessed with Daz, who, I'm sorry, yes, he does look like Kyle's dad slash grandpa, but he also just, just looks thirsty. Like, he wants to be on the show, clearly. Wants to, like, be around. Like, you look at Stravi, you look at um, Perry, you know, these other boyfriends of the women in the house they're not as eager to be on camera. They do it for their girlfriends. Obviously, well, I don't. We haven't even really seen Perry. We know that that obviously didn't last because now Paige is single. But like, come on. We know like they'll make cameos. But Des, I think, just wanted it too badly, and it just comes off a little desperado. So, and wasn't there ring like wasn't there like a a paid promotion with the ring when it was like announced i don't know there was a whole thing with that that it just to me it just reeks of of desperation and hannah just has not been very enjoyable i was actually supposed to have hannah back on my podcast i was excited for this season because i had you know in the premiere episode they showed no filter in the interview that i had with hannah back in like november of 2019 that was shown on this season um so I, I, you know, I've always liked Hannah Burner. She was supposed to, I was supposed to do another interview with her like last fall. And like since then, her team has canceled like five times, day of cancels or like the night before. A lot of them have been like night before or day of cancellations, which is just insane to me that like you do that to somebody like five or six times at this point since October. 
Like, really? You're going to cancel on a podcast that many times? So I'm just like, I'm over Hannah Burner at this point. Like, I wish her well. I hope, you know, her and does work out. But like, I haven't enjoyed her. I know other people haven't enjoyed her this season on Summer House. So I'm happy to see her in the reunion hot seat because I feel like there's a lot that she should be held accountable for. And then we see Kyle walk off and we see Hannah walk off. And obviously Luke says something that pisses off Hannah. And she's like, oh, oh, my heart. Like all, you know, dramatic like Lisa Vanderpump. So we'll see. I'm looking forward to the reunion. I think it's actually going to be pretty juicy. Sheena Shea is in labor. She posted on her Instagram story. I mean, the baby should be coming like any minute now because she posted on her story on Sunday saying that she was in the hospital. She had, you know, she was ready to give birth. So if she has not given birth already, it is Monday morning here in Los Angeles and there has not been a new update, but... The baby's coming at any point. I love that her her Instagram handle, though, for the baby is Mini Sheena. I don't know if she's going to change that once the baby's born and has a name and, you know, whatever. I just thought it was funny that the Instagram handle is literally at Mini Sheena. Kind of cute. Very on brand for Sheena. Um, I'm very excited. I know I originally, like, was shitting on Vanderpump Rules because I was like, what is this going to be? Is this going to be any good? Are we even going to care? So as I told you guys last week, the new season is starting up again. I believe not next week, but the week after. Or it maybe it is next week. I just know it's, um, yes, actually, the new season of Vanderpump Rules begins production next week. And so I'm, originally I said I wasn't excited. I'm not excited to see any newbies. I'm not really interested or invested in getting to know anybody new, um, especially since we got rid of so many of the OGs. I feel like it might be similar to like Real Housewives of New York when uh, they cut Kelly and Jill and Alex and like half the cast like ended up getting cut from the show. I think it might it's going to have that sort of energy where there's a whole new half a cast. But I'm excited to see the draw, or at least the tension between Lala and Sheena, or at least just the dynamic, because Katie's obviously friends with Ariana because of the the Toms. Katie was at Sheena's baby shower, and Katie's still friends with Lala because Katie, Brittany, Stassi, and Lala are obviously, you know, all, and Kristen are all still friends. They have their little baby pack. Kristen and Katie have yet to get pregnant, but... You know, they're all still really close and none of them are close with Sheena except for Ariana. And I'm assuming Katie is close with Sheena because she went to the baby shower. So I'm curious to see how that dynamic goes. I'm only really invested in the OGs, especially with all the drama that's unfolded with Lala and Sheena. Obviously, I had Sheena and Ariana on my show a few months ago. I have uh, Lala that's my interview with her is going to be airing next week. So we're going to dive into that a little bit more. But I'm curious to see what that dynamic is actually going to look like because one, they haven't seen each other. Two, they've been fighting in the press. So obviously, and and Lala and Sheena have both been like, basically, you're dead to me. You know, Lala was just on Overserved with Lisa Vanderpump on E!, which is Lisa Vanderpump's new little like talk show. I, I don't even know if you could consider that a talk show or a reality show. It's like a merger between a talk show and a reality show. Anyway, so that's she talked, she was basically like, who's Sheena? I don't know her. The whole, you know, Mariah Carey style shit. And I was kind of here for it because I love the shade. But again, I'm just curious to see how that dynamic's going to work and how it's going to play out. And I actually, if anything, that's making me look forward to the new season of Vanderpump Rules. I'm still disappointed with how they handled it. I'm still disappointed that it's taken this long. I still don't fully believe everything they've said about why there were delays, et cetera, et cetera. 
I still would have loved to have seen like Stassi and Kristen and Jax and Brittany. I wouldn't mind to have seen them come back and actually addressed all of this stuff on the show. I think at this point, enough dust has settled that I don't even know if we're really going to address much of it because it's going to be a it's been a year at this point since everything went down with Stassi and Kristen and Jax is I just think it's going to be I'm curious to see how they address all of that. Obviously, they can't dive into it too much. They can't turn it into too much of a teachable moment because so much time has passed. It's like you can't be like, oh, let's address what happened last summer and like try to make it relevant and topical now, especially since we know the show's probably not going to be back until, what, January, maybe February 2022. So, I mean, unless Bravo's trying to bust out some early seasons, bust down Tatiana, but like we'll we'll see what happens. I'm actually getting more excited about it. So we'll see. Jen Shaw was spotted out filming with Heather Gay and Whitney. So it looks like clearly Whitney and Heather, weather, bad weather, are behind Jen Shaw. I mean, who else would you expect aside from bad weather to get behind Jen Shaw? I wonder if Lisa Barlow is supporting Jen Shaw. Obviously, Heather and Whitney seem to be cool with with Jen, so they must believe that Jen is innocent because Jen clearly believes that she's innocent. When, again, FDA indictment, she was arrested, booked, out on bond or bail. I'm not sure. I don't know the exact term if it's bond or bail, but she was arrested by the feds with the whole investigation that dates back to 2019. So at this point... I don't think she's that innocent, but she still thinks that she's innocent. And apparently Heather and Whitney are vouching for her. So curious to see how that all plays out in the new season of Salt Lake. Let's talk about, I'm also just really curious that like, I don't know, Jen really is acting like one, she's, I get it. It's one thing to like be delusional enough to think that you're innocent. And maybe she is innocent until proven guilty. I always got to say like innocent until proven guilty. And I think we're always too quick to condemn people. Um, But in this case, one, it just looks really bad. But it's also kind of crazy how she really just, like, (sighs) Teresa was able to blame her husband because her husband was the crook. Erica Jane can blame her husband and say she really didn't know anything and to what degree we really don't know. And a lot of people, I know a lot of people think I'm defending Erica a lot. I'm not trying to defend Erica. I just have yet to actually see any, aside from the court of public opinion, aside from people that just don't like Erica, I've done deep dives. I've interviewed legal analysts. I've interviewed lawyers and and commentators. Like I've yet to see something that's hard evidence that incriminates Erica at this point. There's a lot of stuff that incriminates Tom, a lot of testimony, a lot of people coming out against him, a lot of lenders that are saying he was lying to them. I have yet to see anything really happen that proves that Erica was complicit or part of anything. You know, even with watching the show, you can tell that the relationship was very detached. I don't need to get into that. What Tom did was terrible. You can listen to the deep dives and all the other previous episodes that I've really hammered in on that one. What he did was despicable. It's gross. It's disgusting. Um, I don't condone it. But I have yet to see Erica actually being fully complicit. But I do wish she would show a little more remorse. With Jen Shaw, though, it just seems like, one, it looks really bad for her. And two, she just seems like she's like, I'm going to get my hair done. I'm going to be filming over here with Whitney and Heather. We're going to be getting drinks. Let's get some margaritas. Let's do a little dance. Let's go and get some new, you know, filler at Heather's little uh, med spa. And I'm just like, girl, like, I think she's a little delusional. But again, 
That's why they cast her. That's what Bravo wanted her. That's what makes a good housewife, right? They're delusional, like Luann. Speaking of Luann, Real Housewives All-Stars. That's not what it's actually called. That's just what we've decided to name. The, the, the We, the Bravo fans and reality TV junkies and people that watch all these shows, we've just named it Real Housewives All-Stars. And actually, if Bravo decides to name this Real Housewives All-Stars, I'll be pissed. And I'll be pissed because that's a really stupid name. And I don't want to watch something that's called Real Housewives All-Stars. They better come up with something fun and creative and cheeky. Bravo, if you're listening to this right now, I know you probably listen to my podcast every Monday and every Wednesday. And I'm pretty sure you're tuning into my lives every Thursday night. But just take notes. Get your little handy-dandy notebook out, Bravo. And I'm telling you right now, you better name it something good and creative. I'm not going to give you ideas because you like to lean on the fans too much to get ideas for stuff. And I'm just telling you, I'm already disappointed in this Housewives All-Stars show. And let's break it down. So the confirmed cast that we have for this All-Star style show is from Real Housewives of New York. We have Luann and Ramona. Okay, cute. The two OGs, no Sonia. She's technically not an OG, but I feel like at this point she's earned an OG spot. And I feel like she's the perfect vacation person to be bringing on. So I'm a little disappointed that they didn't bring... Sonia Morgan, and instead they brought Luann. But, I mean, hey, maybe Luann needs, like, to let lo- let her hair down, let loose, and find herself a new Tom. All I'm saying is Luann better fuck a pirate. That's If we're going to give Luann the spot on the PJ to come to the Turks and the Caicos, then we need to be banging a pirate. From Real Housewives of Atlanta, we have Kenya Moore and Cynthia Bailey. From Real Housewives of New Jersey, we have Melissa and Teresa. And from Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, we have Kyle Richards. So that's it. Luann, Ramona, Kenya, Cynthia, Melissa, Teresa, Kyle. I mean, I guess of all of the people from Beverly Hills, Kyle's the only one that actually makes sense and that would work in this format. And I think she knows Melissa and Teresa. I'm pretty sure she's encountered Luann and Ramona several times as an OG. But they're all there. They all were posting on their private jets, flying out. I, it looks like they all ended up in, they all flew to Atlanta and then to get individually from their respective cities. And then they all flew together to the Kirks and Caicos, which is where they're at right now. They're currently filming. They'll be filming for the rest of the week. So production is only a week long and it's expected to be a four part special. I anticipate it probably. I mean, if it's only going to be a four part special, I would assume we would get it probably in August. Cause what are we in now? We're in practically May at this point. So May, June, July, August, you at least have three months to be able to edit something and give us some sort of fun trailer or teaser or something. I anticipate it dropping August or September because it feels like a very fun summer show. Nobody really wants to watch a fun summer show in fall. So I'm assuming it's going to come late summer, early fall, August, September-ish is what I predict. That's not because I have any insider tea. That's just based off of, you know, how these shows normally go. You don't need three months to edit four episodes. Come on, let's be real, guys. The ladies all took their private jets. They're all doing videos and photos, which I was a little disappointed in because I'm kind of like, don't tell me. Like, let us predict who we think is going to come. Like, let us... I don't know, guess and try to figure it out. But it seems like Bravo's just trying to. And again, I was talking to my friend Jess from Hot Takes and Deep Dives about this, how Bravo is really just like trying to leverage social media to get spoilers and teasers out there. 
And I mean, obviously, if Bravo didn't want the women to talk about it, Bravo would prevent the women from actually posting about it. And they would be like, no, you're not allowed to post. Don't say anything. But at this point, it's like it feels like they want us to follow them and watch what's going on and, you know, do all of this investigating, like, you know, tracking them, which we have because now people are taking photos and videos from the Turks and Caicos and they're posting them on Twitter. And, you know, we saw that they just had dinner last night and they were dancing and everything seems pretty cool and kosher. But I, I don't know. I'm the type of person that likes to get a little bit of tea, see how it all plays out on the show and like watch it all kind of kabang. I don't want to know every single detail about it before it comes out, but here are the details that we do know. Fast forward if you don't want to hear all the details, but here's what we do know. So like I announced the cast, they're filming for a week, four-part special. Um, apparently there's already some beef between Ramona and Kenya. As everybody anticipated, Ramona was supposed to come in. She obviously wanted the best room and was very dramatic about it. She's clearly not the richest. Kyle Richards is the richest, I believe, of yeah, of that group of women. Kyle Richards has the most money. So I would think like, I don't know, Kyle could buy the house. She should probably get a nice room. I like Kyle. Um, but Ramona obviously fought for the best room, apparently had some beef with Kenya. She called Kenya a bitch and they did not get off on the right foot, which I'm very excited about. I, I mean, if anybody was going to bring the drama it was going to be Kenya. And if anybody was going to piss somebody off, it was obviously going to be Ramona. Luann's not going to piss anybody off. Kyle likes to play things a little too cool. Cynthia, everyone's, ever, a lot of people are upset that Cynthia, Cynthia's joining it. So like, Cynthia, why are you going to put Cynthia? It's like, you have to have like people to balance it out, you guys. It can't just be like Danielle Staub and Brandy Glanville and, you know, Kenya Moore. Could you imagine that? What a hot mess that would be. It's also interesting to see that none of the women from OC are in it yet, but this is where we get into a mystery guest. So apparently there's supposed to be another person that's coming in from another franchise that's supposed to be an OG that is um, going to be making an appearance probably, I assume, by Wednesday. If production's going to be wrapping by sat Saturday or Sunday, then I assume this person's going to be coming in probably about Wednesday or Thursday for the tail end of the trip, and it's going to be another housewife. There's going to be some sort of um, surprise for the other women, and it looks like that other person is probably going to end up being Jill Zarin. Hi! Surprise! Like a horn, as Bethany said. That's how I anticipate Jill Zarin walking into Housewives All-Stars and Ramona's going to flip out, which I think would have been a great surprise and addition and the perfect nod to Scary Island had this not already been you know, leaked. But... It wasn't Jill Zarin's the one that ended up really leaking it because she posted on her Instagram stories and she's like, look at my dinner party. It's so fabulous and blah, blah, blah. And buy my masks for me and Allie, jillandallie.com. And she's like, oh, and I'm getting ready to go on my special trip. Shh, don't say anything. And it's like, well, guess what, bitch? You just fucking said something. And now you ruined the surprise and bye. Now I don't want to see it. Now I don't want to see you come because I would have loved to have seen that surprise. And all you know, all the fans would have been like, oh, like we would have freaked out if we saw that moment because it would have been the perfect nod to Scary Island. But now she went and ruined it. So I anticipate either it has to be because Jess was also telling me that, I, that Bravo's doing some blast from the past special that I guess is going to happen on Watch What Happens Live, where Phaedra's coming and Jacqueline Larita from New Jersey's coming and Jill Zarin's going to be on it. 
I don't anticipate Bravo flying them all in for the special only because right now I, you know, travel like travel is still a little limited and productions are still halted kind of at the moment. Well, I guess now everything's really opening up, but I don't know how production is necessarily working at this exact moment, but I would just anticipate that would be a lot of people to be flying in. You would obviously have to quarantine them. I just don't think like with the the kids special, I think that's going to be a Zoom. I think this blast from the past is going to be a Zoom, at least for the foreseeable future through productions over the summer. I still anticipate there being a lot more Zooms, especially because Watch What Happens Live hasn't even really flown anybody in. They've all still been Zooms. So Jill Zarin is probably not getting flown in. And Jill Zarin's already in New York that she wouldn't need to be flown in anywhere because I anticipate since Andy's in New York and that's where they tape Watch What Happens Live, that's where it would be anyway. So the only secret trip Jill would be taking is going to Turks and Caicos to film Housewives All-Stars. So it could possibly be Jill and she just totally fucked this up. Or the other person that I anticipate them bringing in would be Tamara from Real Housewives of OC. One, because we need someone from OC. Two, because Tamara is is rumored to be coming back to OC next season. She's technically an OG. She wasn't a, a season one OG, but like neither is Kenya or Cynthia. Um... Or Melissa. So I think she would be fun. I think she would bring the party. She knows some of the other women. So I think Tamara would be the only other best option for them to slip in. If you want to have the nostalgia drama, bring in Jill. But if you want to have fun party vibes, bring in Tamara. Those are my two guesses. I really hope that if it was Jill, she didn't totally ruin it. And I, if I were Bravo, I would be on the phone with her and be like, what the fuck did you do? And knowing Jill, she'd be like, well, the other ladies were posting. Why can't I? Because you were the fucking surprise. And now you ruined it, not just for the fans, but you also ruined it for Ramona, who would have flipped out. And I'm pretty sure by now Ramona knows that Jill Zarin might be showing up on the trip. And if even if Ramona does know, she better still give us a damn good reaction. That's all I'm saying, Ramona Singer. That is all I am saying. So Blast from the Past special is coming out on Watch What Happens Live. Obviously, the kids special is coming out. We talked about that. And now we have this Housewives All-Stars vacation show, four-part special coming in the next few months. Let's see. What else do we have going on? We have Caitlyn Jenner and we have Brandi Redman. Let's start with Caitlyn. Caitlyn Jenner is running for California governor. Woo-hoo. She filed her paperwork. She's like, I can do it. Because obviously Gavin Newsom, everybody in California hates Gavin Newsom. I hate Gavin Newsom. I'm very happy to see him leave. He's currently in the process of being of going through a recall election um, where he could possibly get recalled. As of right now, there aren't really any other. I think he was feeling pretty confident because he was like, nobody else is looking to run against me. So I actually might be good. Um, but I mean, he was just a numb nuts that was trying to run for president. So then he, you know, I don't want to get political, but. Basically, was trying to make a bid for the presidency and shot himself in the foot, in both feet, actually. Um, but it's okay. He doesn't need his feet anymore now that he's about to get recalled. Now he can go up to his winery and chill and drink his wine for the rest of his career. But Caitlyn Jenner, we see in the upcoming previews for this next episode of Keeping Up with the Kardashians, she's like, hey, Chris, hey, girl, how you been? I hear this is the last season. Can I at least get a FaceTime? And Chris is like, oh, if I have to. And so Chris is clearly giving her a FaceTime. And, she, and so Chris was probably like, all right, you can come on Keeping Up with the Kardashians, but it can only be a FaceTime. And it's because you're coming to me for business advice. You know, Chris totally produced the shit out of this whole thing. Um, that's the only way she was going to let Caitlyn have a cameo in the final season of Keeping Up with the Kardashians. Like, let's be real. 
And can we talk about Addison Ray? Like who why why do we have Addison Ray? I feel like I'm very crappy today. Why do we have Addison Ray on keeping up with the Kardashians? Like clearly why why is she hanging out with Courtney? Clearly they're not actual friends because they haven't hung out together since they filmed. This was like a, a managers and agents all lined up together and they're like, let's forge some sort of fake friendship with Courtney because now Addison doesn't even film with Courtney anymore. She's filming with like Chloe and Kim. Also fucking weird, but whatever. I digress. Caitlin, we see, is FaceTiming Chris to ask for some business advice, some career advice. If anything, I think Chris Jenner should run for governor. I don't know about Caitlyn Jenner. Not many people like Caitlyn Jenner. The trans community clearly doesn't like Caitlyn Jenner, as we saw on IMK, which only lasted two seasons because it was not very great. I think the the special that they did on Keeping Up with the Kardashians about her transition was great. The first season was nice because we got to watch her go into like this life transition, which obviously was new for a lot of people, especially at that time. We didn't see many people transition on camera um, in an unscripted reality format that had the platform that the Kardashians do. Obviously, there were other docuseries and scripted shows that were out there. But when it comes to, you know, the visibility that the Kardashians had, those other series didn't have that sort of visibility. And this was a very honest portrayal of what a trans person goes through when they're in this pro- when they go through this process. And I actually liked Caitlyn when she did the Vanity Fair art or the cover and like I, you know, I think everybody wanted to support her and then she became a total twat and now nobody likes her and I'm like I don't know if they're going to like you like it's really like who do we hate more, Gavin Newsom or Caitlyn Jenner? Like <laughs> Especially because I don't know how far Caitlyn's going to go since she's Republican and she's running as a Republican and she's trans. So I don't think she's going to have much of like the liberal LGBTQ community that's going to be supporting her very much. And I don't know if she's going to have much of the Republican supporters backing her up very much. So I don't really know who her audience is that would be voting for her for governor. But at this point, like I said, I'm happy to see Gavin Newsom go. Brandy Redmond. So as we know, there were all the rumors that she had cheated on her husband that came after the video that leaked about him, like making out with some other woman and like possibly spitting in this other woman's mouth, which like gross gag ew at the club. They were like doing their thing. Um, they didn't really address it. It kind of looks like she may have been quitting Real Housewives of Dallas. We know that they just taped the reunion. Brandy was at the reunion virtually because she couldn't be there in person because she was around Carrie and Carrie got COVID and whatever. So she's finally, I guess, sort of addressing the rumors a little bit, or at least not directly. But Cameron Westcott, who's also on Real Houses of Dallas, she was on Hollywood Raw and she addressed the video. And obviously she's like, oh, it's obviously really terrible, but the video is really old, but that doesn't excuse it. But obviously it's very terrible. Um, she didn't really give us much other than obviously it was very terrible and Brandy was very upset. But I mean, to her point, though, this was an old video, which means Brandy probably knew about this for a while and they probably have worked through their infidelity from the past. Or maybe I don't think they have an open arrangement. Some couples, you know, and can tell have an open arrangement. I don't think Brian and Brandy have an open arrangement. I think he cheated and she probably cheated, too. And they're now even and now they can live happily ever after in their marriage but she posted on her instagram story with him with some weird like rainbowy filter and she's like happy wife happy life 
And I'm like, oh, he probably brought bought her some really nice expensive jewelry to make her happy to forgive him for spitting in some other girl's mouth and making out with her. Because that's what you do when you spit in other girl's mouth. You take it home to your wife and you give her coronavirus. I don't know. I think their relationship... I don't like Brandy. I don't know how people like Brandy. I think Brandy... She's definitely not likable this season. I hate that she keeps making all of this, you know, the the video where she was mocking Asian people. I hate that she keeps bringing that up and like making it all about her. Like, I get it. Your feelings are valid. Your experience is real. You know, you were canceled and people were ripping you apart. And like, I get it. That's not easy for any human being to have to go through that sort of public ridicule. However, what you did was wrong. And like, at some point you should be like, okay, let me just, you know. Let me know when to stop crying about this and going to rehab and trying to fight with Tiffany Moon and whatever. I'm not really into Brandy. I also think Stephanie's a bit of a wet noodle and she's just a little boring and she's like pasta without the sauce and I'm not really feeling that vibe. Too many carbs for me and I'm just not here for it. Dallas this season has just not been great. That's, that's my thoughts. That's I, that's what it is. I said what I said, you guys. All right. Thank you for listening to Hashtag No Filter with Zach Peter. That's me, Zach Peter. Um, wow, 32 episodes. This week's episode was 32 episodes. Um, I don't have a new uh, unfiltered interview for this Wednesday. Don't worry, they will be coming back. Like I said, I've been near death these past two weeks, so I've just like needed a bit more of a break. But there will be a new episode next Monday, so be sure to leave me a nice five-star review or just, you know, Give me some feedback. You may get the shout out of the week next Monday. And next Wednesday, Lala Can on the podcast. So be sure to tune in. I'm, I read her book. I was, I don't know. Do you guys want to do like a book club in the private Facebook group? I have Lala's book. I'm currently reading Margaret's book. She's not coming on the podcast after all because Bravo nixed that, which I was very disappointed about because I wanted to ask her yes about the book and obviously about like the reunion and everything. And obviously that's why they're like, nope, sorry, she can't come on your show because they just taped the reunion. But anyway, let me know if you want to do a book club or if you're reading any of these books, I may do like a little review on them. I actually liked Lala's book and I'm really enjoying Marge's book, but give me a follow at Just Plain Zach if you want to keep up with me, keep up with the show at No Filter with Zach. You can listen to the show on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, all the places and you can watch it on the YouTube, youtube.com slash Just Plain Zach. All right, guys, I will talk to you next week. Enjoy. Ciao for now. Bye.